All right, welcome back. So we left off where we were talking about the United States will never become a surveillance state. The Constitution says no. Welcome back to episode five of <laughs> this wonderful book <laughs> by Jeff Berwick. If you haven't bought it yet, and you like reading, please go get this book. So, wrong, you know, the constitutional right to freedom went out the window when the signing of the Patriot Act normalized the U.S. government's mass surveillance powers. The only difference between the U.S.'s mass surveillance and those other countries mentioned is that the U.S. is doing a pretty good imitation of the invasion of the body snatchers while they are at it. Hmm. What once was considered inalienable, fundamental rights are now mere privileges to be taken away on government bureaucrats and rats is underlined, say no. This is because governments the world over have learned a few lessons they will not ever forget. At the first sign of danger, people will gladly give up their freedom in exchange for safety or the perception of safety. People will readily deliver their friends and neighbors to the authorities for daring to walk their dogs. Soldiers and police will be welcomed with open arms to patrol the streets looking for drifters like some sort of dystopian movie. People will anxiously wait to line up for their chip, willing to do just about anything to get some sense of normalcy back in their life. The coronavirus lockdowns have shown that people are ready to report each other for the slightest transgressions by justifying that the government told me it's the right thing to do. This reminds me of those students on Udemy who give poor reviews to free courses and justify by saying, the school asked me to give feedback. So if the school asked you to throw yourself off a balcony, would you do that as well? Excuses, excuses, excuses to be dirty, 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 bad people. <laughs> So how could all of this have happened? Jeff, I've been watching some of your walk and talk videos, doing everything possible to wake people up in a world gone mad. Some people are shocked by the events of today, but this has been done before. Criminals and tyrants invaded this land, bringing disease to the Native Americans, by giving them smallpox-infected blankets, then quarantined them, 
giving them free food and supplies, keeping them suppressed, asleep, and obedient, while the natives watched their land being raped and pillaged front of them. Having been brainwashed, broken, and diseased, they gladly submitted, giving up their freedom and lives to their new slave owners. I am not shocked by the events of today themselves, but by the mass submission of sheep people the world over. A fan, everything people see in the media and on television is specifically crafted to put them in a trance and in a state of fear. It is true, not some random speculation. Think of the flickering effect sometimes seen on TV. Whether people see it or not, it is there and it tells a different story to the images they are consciously seeing. The minds of humans react to it by going into a hypnotic trance and switching from beta brain waves to alpha waves, which is exactly what it is engineered to do. And what happens when a person is hypnotized? They react the way their mind is controlled to do every time they receive the right trigger. Zen Gardner, author of You Are the Awakening, said, Hypnagogia is the experience of the transitional state between wakefulness and sleep in humans. The hypnagogic state of consciousness during the onset of sleep. Mental phenomena that occur during this threshold consciousness phase include lucid thought, lucid dreaming, hallucinations and sleep paralysis. That is a pretty apt description of the mass human condition manifested most predominantly in the vast majority refusing to see the true state of affairs on this planet. Sleepwalking. That's also why they justify being non-vegan and they believe in the omnivore lie. And that's my little bit of information. You're never gonna go up in energy frequency until you live the life of peace you preach and you say you want. And if you are non-vegan, you are actually in actions showing you are not interested in real peace. So wake up. As George Carlin famously said, it's called the American dream because you have to be asleep to believe it. Exactly. So bang, because of worldwide coronavirus lockdown, Millions of people have been forced out of their jobs and their businesses. Over 40 million in the US alone. Small businesses have been buried already. Large businesses are starting to stink 
and economies are flailing helplessly. In March 2020, the world's seven key Western economies, Canada, France, Germany, Italy, Japan, the UK, and the US, pledged to fight off a worldwide Great Depression by standing united against the coronavirus economic meltdown. It is a beautiful thing, all this love and trust and cooperation, almost unprecedented. United we stand, divided we fall. Just follow the plan, really. The FED, which has the most practice in the money printing business, is leading the way by showing the rest of the G7 what it looks like to do anything necessary to address a glaring shortage of dollars across the world economy. Just print more. It is the right thing to do. The stock market's feeling blue? <laughs> print some money. People losing jobs? Print some money. The Federal Reserve has been running off dollars hot off the printing press since 1913. 1913, guys. But never before has anyone seen this level of money printing. Printing the final demolition notice. The official national debt of the United States of America in 2019 was 22 trillion and growing. That figure grew by a trillion dollars just in 2019 alone. And times were supposed to be good economically. This official number is actually much lower than the real figure, like most governmental numbers that are massaged, inflated, deflated, ignored, or just plain false. One should add another zero to the end of the government's 22 trillion figure to find the real level of debt and liabilities accumulated. What will happen when things get bad and the feds decide that they need to restart quantitative easing for the fifth time or as it should be called money printing and debasing the currency? If a thousand billion dollars needed to be spent by the federal government over and above the listed budget and things are good, then how much more will they add when the stock market, the housing market, jobs market and bond market all go into toilet? Two trillion more? Ten trillion more? What will this crazy money printing do to the value of the dollars that currently exist? The answer is pretty obvious that the value of anything denominated in US dollars would skyrocket due to a massive oversupply in dollars. Everyone is going to see the effect very soon, especially because during the coronavirus crisis, the US government and the FED have authorized the printing of another $10 trillion. I read it FED, but it's Fed, just so you know, FED. <laughs>
People thought that spending tons of money on the military was crazy because by 2023, the interest payments on the debt alone will exceed what is spent yearly on the armed forces. The Federal Reserve Bank will be paid back more money than the cost of the entire military budget for the year just because they loaned money that did not exist into existence at interest. And that interest is paid back to the Fed before anyone else gets any of their money. By 2023, almost a trillion dollars in interest payments will be due annually, easily outpacing spending on several other social programs. This is only for the military budget. How can this system continue to go on once the word gets out about how the banking system actually works and why do some people still have this blind faith that the government will save people when they are 31 trillion in debt? This is delusional. There is also the very real probability that this money printing will lead to hyperinflation, like that witnessed in Venezuela and Zimbabwe, when 21 trillion cannot solve a nation's problem. Governments always print even more money in order to solve their problems, like struggling to get out of quicksand, it has the same deadly effect. So the hype is real. For hyperinflation to become a reality, very bad things have to happen. One, the government has to completely lose control. Or, and two, the people have to completely lose faith in the monetary system. So what is going to happen to people who choose to stick with the system? A few things and none of them are good. Banks will close. Money will be worthless. Stocks will be a mess will lose most of their mutual funds. Exchange-traded funds will be gone, including gold and silver ETFs. They have taken people's jobs, their businesses, their freedom of speech, and freedom of movement. Now they are coming for their social security, their pension, and their house. It is up to the people whether they like them. Well. Now everybody's experiencing what some of us have been experiencing for a very long time, and many others have, have been experiencing even worse things. And nobody else seemed to give a share, or very few people. So now, this has happened, because the only way to wake up selfish, privileged losers who walk this earth and justify their bullshit, like being non-vegan, is to put them in the same position of the victim. So the universe works in very mysterious ways. And for those of you who are still trying to escape this by creating your own little island and stuff, you clearly have not yet understood what all of this is about. This is about starting to care about your neighbor. This is about sharing your money if that's what you're good at doing or sharing your ability to heal, or sharing whatever. This is about actually coming together. One world 
it's not one world order it's one world where we all work together and until you all understand this you're not gonna go up it's not gonna happen so sounding the alarm for the death of the dollar no country on earth has the kind of massive printing press that the Federal Reserve and the Treasury of the United States have to manufacture United States dollars, either physically through the printing of sheets of currency that is sliced into rectangles in order to fit nicely in everyone's wallet, or to digitally print currency in online ledgers that the Fed then loans into existence with the attachment of interest in order to perpetuate the Ponzi scheme that is the American monetary policy. The American empire has been slowly debasing their own currency for decades, but they have a nice and normalized term for this kind of theft of purchasing power stolen from the people. They call it inflation as in the inflation of the money supply and subsequent deflation of the value. This is the money printer's oldest trick in the book, and one they learned from previous corrupt regimes that made a habit of debasing their own currency. Some of the things the Roman Empire did to debase their currency included coin clipping, which is to actually clip off a small piece of the coin and collect all of the scraps together to make another coin, as well as the removal of previous metals from the coins and the inclusion of base metals as a replacement. Basically, they committed fraud against the general public in order to try to hide that they were manipulating the money supply. If the Romans had had a money printing machine like the Federal Reserve has, or a decent color copier, they would have been printing as much fake money as they possibly could. That is not a societal flaw limited to the Romans or the Fed, but rather everybody that ever comes across the ability to print money ends up abusing it to the point where they debase their own currency and kill their golden goose. They just cannot help themselves, especially if they believe that they are much smarter than everyone else or if they feel that nobody will ever notice. Do you understand that they sound like non-vegans? You think that your life and the life of your children are worth more than the lives of other species' children and their life. I'm sorry, stop trying to justify your position. It is not justifiable and to a vegan any non-vegan sounds like those assholes who go after adrenochrome. Shame on you. You should feel ashamed. And all of this situation is caused by all of you who continue being selfish and not see what it is that needs to change. At some point, people always notice. Those were my two cents, by the way. The financial alchemists at the Federal Reserve are really nothing more than coin debasers in nice suits, chipping away at the edges of their coins to try and take as much from the people before being exposed as the common criminals that they really are. 
destroying the value of the United States dollar by printing too many of them is one way to slowly depress the worth of all dollars, but this process can be manipulated and hidden by lying about how many dollars have actually been created. As long as not all of them are currently in circulation, it is pretty hard to tell how many are being stashed away and out of the view of prying eyes. Without an accurate number, the public is left to speculate as to how many total dollars are floating around making up the supply of money, but after decades and decades of the same scam, it becomes obvious that even though the public may never get an accurate number as to the total number of US dollars that exist, everyone knows that the reality is that they have already created way too many to justify the current valuation. The dollar is not worth nearly as much as people perceive it to be, in part because of the excessive money printing, but that is not the biggest problem that, is, that it faces these days, and it is not the only reason for the difference between the perceived value of the dollar and its actual value. The removal of the petrodollar as the world's reserve currency will mean that countries around the world will no longer be forced to purchase all of the oil that they require in US dollars exclusively. When these dollars are no longer needed, they will return back to whence they came, which is the United States. As they begin to pile up inside America, their value will fall, and this removal as the world's reserve currency will be the event that destroys the American empire, financially at first, then socially only weeks later. Well, after all, a lot of you guys behave like animals at a feeding place when they, you haven't eaten for months on Black Friday, as Jeff was mentioning even before. So, obviously, what do you expect? The level on incivility shown is huge, and nobody is better than this. When everybody's put in those situations, no matter who you are, if you snap in your fight or fight, you're never going to be a nice person anyway. So, the only solution is to go vegan, and start doing the right thing always and helping each other for real. And defunding all the billionaires. That's it. And put them all in one island together where they belong and lock them up there. Problem solved. America will do what all flailing empires do when faced with their own mortality. They will pretend that this time is different and that those empires that have crumbled before them were either weak militarily lacking in fiscal creativity or morally inferior, but none of this will matter because in the end, all empires crumble under the weight of their own greed and arrogance. And no amount of propping up by their bought-off accomplices in the corporate media will help to break their fall. And again, I want to remind you all that unlike the Roman Empire, the US Empire has lasted very little time. Some winners, eh?
and the fall will be unlike anything the world has ever seen. No shit. But I remember all those years that the arrogance coming out of the USA. Oh, we're the best. Still today, there's tons of idiots who believe in that bullshit. Rude awakening much? So what has this taught you people? This should have taught you that nationalism is is for idiots, that countries have been created only to divide and conquer. We are all the same. So I know that even in this book, there's basically shitting on a lot of other cultures and stuff. I get it. I get their point of view. I don't agree with it completely, but I get where they're coming from. However, uh, I have dated an East Indian, and I have seen the caste system firsthand. I've seen how I was treated by him and his family because I didn't have degrees and I didn't come from a noble family in their eyes and whatever else, and I didn't have money and all that stuff. I've seen it firsthand, but to say that other than yoga, nothing else came out of that culture is a bit extreme. I don't agree with that, obviously. And just because some people are that way doesn't mean the whole country is that way. I'm Italian and I'm nothing like the Romans. So, in fact, I'm not Roman at all. I'm from Verona, thank you very much. It's way more beautiful and people are huge dickheads in Verona too. But they have one thing that is different. They work their ass off. And unlike many other parts in Italy, they don't read as much because they work 16 hours days to pay taxes for the rest of fucking Italy. This is the region I come from, Veneto. And it's nothing like the rest of the fucking country. And there's a few other regions maybe that work, but you know, in general, understand that we're not all the same, simply because if we were, all of you would be vegan and wouldn't be fighting something that is logical and obvious. You want to justify that you killing someone else because they're a different species, they're less smart, they're less strong, is justifiable. And then when called on your bullshit, you try and compare yourselves with a lion. You're ridiculous. If you are non-vegan, you are still part of this problem and there is no bullshit about it. So stop kidding yourselves. And the only thing to do is to own up to the fact that you were screwed, just like the rest of us, and you believed in part of the lies, the omnivore lie in this case, and the fact that you are superior to other forms of lives. And comparing plants to animals, again, is stupid. Plants don't have a nervous system. And we don't go out and randomly kill plants or anything. We actually treat plants very well. So again, your plant argument is as stupid as your non-vegan argument. And you don't deserve the time from people who actually are intelligent and are here to help others wake up. If you are dead dumb, you are just not ready to move up. You will when it's your time. You're not ready yet, okay? So accept it and we'll continue the rest of the book in the next episode.